just call me Satan again. You're Satan. That's what I'm saying. You're the meaner one. You no son of a bitch. You set it. me up. I did. You absolutely asked me to call you Satan. And I then said, I, I recorded Call Me Satan again. Of course you did. Because I, I wanted you proof. Bastard. On, online, on the internet, of how you treat me. All right. I well, needed I needed. Just wait till proof. I get all of the video camera footage out there online that I have of this room. And then they'll see. That I do nothing. That you hit me. I've never hit anyone. You know who's never hit anyone, Ryan? The house bunny and Batman. Oh, God. They both hit someone. They both. Yeah, they both do. Oh, my God. That was but a, that's what we're talking you're about. You're so bad at transitions. It's I'm like you're so, so proud of them, too. It's like you just woke up one day and you're like, here's all my unearned self-confidence. Let we were, me share we were it like halfway through our last recording session and I was like, you know how I can make this podcast better? Half-assed, in-the-moment transitions. Welcome to Movies We Used to Like, a podcast about movies. That we used to like. We're good at that now. Yeah, we're getting better at it. We're getting Before it was really it. uncomfortable. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I'll um, stare people down in the eyes. Right into the soul. And then really. make them say... That you're Satan? No, I didn't record make you. them saying All I said was say I'm Satan. It's blackmail, again. Ryan. And the fact that you didn't say, what do you mean, again, proves that you called me Satan. I just wanted proof. If my body goes missing, Taylor did it. Don't say that because then you're going to die and this is going to be like proof that I did it and I didn't. I wouldn't do that. He would do that. Um, all right. So we're going to talk about two movies that I just like. I I really love one and I really don't love the other. And it might I surprise I feel the same which. way, but it's the opposite. I know for a fact it's the opposite of how you feel. Um, so, so this is the show. Let's get all that boring stuff out of the way. Uh, you can send us an email at movies. We used to like at gmail.com. You can ask us a question. You can tell a funny joke, suggest a movie. You can just, you know, if you, you want to just like, it can be a video. No, actually, you, yes, yes it can be. Um, like, like we like when people talk to us. Yeah, we do. And we're having a hard time getting people to talk to us. I think we scared them off. People will listen. There was that one podcast where a good 15 minute of it, minutes of it was devoted to just screaming. Oh, yeah. That might have scared some folks. I don't think we... I don't know. I don't know. But today, we're going to talk about... Since, hey, that day we were talking about the Batman voice, and today we're actually going to talk about a Batman movie. How about that? Oh, but Bart he doesn't Martin. use that voice. No, he uses just a normal... But let's start with uh, a movie that came out in 2008 that has a 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not great. And made $70 million at the box office. And it's called The House Bunny. Ryan, since this movie is not super popular, maybe you want to tell the plot to those at home who maybe don't know it. So a Playboy bunny um, is kicked out of the mansion. Yep. And she doesn't have any marketable skills and also is an orphan. And so she looks for a place to live and finds very falls very naturally into a sorority house where uh-huh. she trains those girls to be sorority girls, having never been in a sorority herself. Um, long story short, friendship overcomes. Um, there are different forms of intelligence. And eventually people fall in love and they save the sorority that was in threat of being shut down by the way the sorority the, the sorority 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 was in threat of being shut down because they ran out of money was it no no, because they try to throw a because they don't have enough pledges right and they're like they, they throw some like mixers throughout the the movie to try and save the those mixers sorority. look fun yeah, but they also seem like this is a very this is one of those movies that depicts 
like university and like fraternities and sororities and like that weird, I guess American pie started it where it just, it makes college students like caricatures of what they are. I don't know. I know people party. Okay. Here's the deal. The volcano full of jello. Okay. Yes. That's a little extreme, but I have stories by virtue of where I went to school and the money that goes to school. Did you ever witness a virgin sacrificing party? I witnessed a camel at a party that was rented for that specific party. Yeah, I see a camel at the street fair every Sunday. Those things are cheap. Along with other animals that were there. There was just one camel. They had a zoo-themed party. And they got a camel. And they got a camel. An animal that is frequently not at zoos. Okay, shut up. So, So, House Bunny, um, Rye... What do you think works about this movie? And what do you think doesn't work about this movie? So I think this movie is surprisingly solidly well-written. I'm going to be real straightforward. I chose it because I was already watching it with a friend. I've never seen it before That's this fair. particular viewing. But I was pleasantly surprised. What a fun movie. It was so well-written. The jokes made me laugh. I really cared about several of the characters. Um, oh, my word. Anna Ferris is so good in this. I will give you... Shelly is so funny. What works about this movie for me is Anna Ferris. I She hasn't been in a whole lot. Um, her career's been sort of small, but I, I really like her in everything she's in. Like, that show Moms that she's in is very funny. Um, what else is she in? She was in all the scary movies. I'm not a big fan of those, but she's funny in them. Um, she's in Keanu. She is in Keanu. That was a great movie. I love Keanu, really and did. she's the funniest part of Keanu. It sort of got swept under the rug. I like that movie a lot. It's about a cat. It's Key and Peele. It's, it's a really long Key and Peele Anna Ferris is in it. That's all it is. So is Tiffany Haddish, apparently. I don't, I'm not crazy about Tiffany Haddish. I love Tiffany Haddish. I didn't like Girls Trip. I hated I Night Girls School. Girls Trip. I didn't see Night School. I loved her autobiography, though. I didn't read her autobiography. I listened to her audiobook. Audiobooks. So it was an audio, audio, audio autobiography. An audio, audio autobiography. autobiography. I like that. Um, House Bunny. Okay, so we know you like the movie, and it's entertaining. I love it. It was so I, fun. I don't like it's this funny. movie, so I'm not, like, gonna... And Emma Stone's in it. I'm not gonna try and... Yeah, she is in this movie, isn't she? Um, I'm not gonna try and, like, break it down as no, to why No, break down like... why. Why okay, don't you like I, it? I just... It feels, to me, like, discount Legally Blonde. Like, less funny and less heartfelt Legally Blonde. Like, specifically, that character feels like Elle Woods... Light. Have I ever seen Legally Blonde? The answer is no. Oh my God, Ryan! But that I did movie watch is the house so funny. good. I this movie is just—it's it, what is this? Two thousand eight. Okay, Legally Blonde's what ninety five, ninety six, maybe. It I don't feels know. It, it this. It's Legally Blonde two and it's less heartfelt. The character feels. Because, like, in the beginning of the movie... She's just so well-intentioned. Jo- I, I know, I know, but, her. like, in I the beginning of the movie... I want her to get all of the hugs. I want her to get all of the love, but not from that guy. It's the wrong guy for her to go oh, for. Yeah. He's pretty judgy. She doesn't um, deserve that. The beginning of this movie, like, the jokes are all at her expense. And then that shifts, and at the end, they want you to, like, root for her, which I end up doing because I just like Anna Ferris, but... You can't have your jokes be at that character's expense for half the movie and then be like, well... You know, like in Legally Blonde, the joke was never on her. I don't feel like it was at her expense, except that she was an unintelligent, idiot. sort of. But they, they were like pointing out, I think this movie has a pretty subversive message, in a way. Okay. An unexpectedly subversive message, which is that there is not a specific way to be, and that is okay, but it kind of discounts intelligence as being the key thing. Yeah, right. 
and the same way that it also discounts beauty being the only thing it's like these are like ways to be there's like beautiful people in both versions not beautiful physically i think i just got hung up on like because i know you haven't seen legally blonde and i keep comparing it but trust me if you saw legally blonde you would not be able to talk about this movie without talking about it l woods who's the main character of that movie is blonde and the whole point of that movie is she's blonde and everyone thinks she's stupid but she's actually really smart and this character it's like she's blonde and she's really stupid, and every pretty much what everyone says about her is absolutely true. But 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 she's so beautiful on the inside. That's yeah, she's why I sweet. love her. Like I just like that this movie is like, look, this works for some people. Yeah, like, you don't gotta be smart. You don't gotta be cute. She's cute. It helps if you're cute. And it helps if you're smart. Like, Emma Stone and her are at opposite ends of the spectrum, yeah. and they both shift a little bit, but then stay essentially who they are. When did Emma Stone and go I like from that. like Secondary character to lead, Easy A. Yeah, it was Easy A. Yeah, because she did this and um, Super Bad. Yeah, she wasn't Super Bad. Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. She's the voice of the dog. Didn't know that. I love Emma Stone. She's yeah, she's good. Her career has been sort of. I on wanted to on make a, a shirt that said uh, "Get Stoned." No, she's in a new movie. Which what is she in? She's uh, the favorite. Oh, that's it's right. getting yeah, a lot yeah, of buzz yeah, yeah. right okay, now. Yeah. Her performance specifically is getting There's a lot of a buzz. There's a movie with her and Steve Carell that came out last year that was... Battle of the Sexes. Battle of the Sexes that I really Also, liked. La La Land. I'm sorry. You're right. She got no, you're right. I you just need don't to think take about her. back your I just don't think about her unkind on the words about and Emma Stone. And also, she changes her hair color a lot, and I think that throws me. She went from red to blonde. She's then, just blonde now. She's been blonde since... No, because she was like bleach blonde for Spider-Man. And now she's like natural blonde. And then she was brunette in Battle of the Sexes. It's fine. Whatever. Okay. Okay, Taylor. Ryan, what's the best moment? You're allowed ever? to change hair color. Is this what we're going to have no, to I talk just about keep now? I forgetting what she looks That's like. That's what's bothered me about Legally Blonde. If you're so upset you about being blonde, You'd even change your hair Legally color. Blonde. It's a great Wear movie. a wig. I will. You can't stop me. What's the best moment and the worst moment of The House Bunny? The best moment is... Honestly, the monster voice, which was improvised, that is fun fucking facts. hilarious. That is the funniest joke in this movie, and it's so it was an improvised moment because she's such a good comedian. Yeah, she's hilarious, and she was married to Chris. She, Pratt. Uh, the character at one point, like whenever she meets a new person to remember their name, she's she like, says it in monster yeah. voice. So she'll be, he'll be like, "Hi, I'm Greg," and I'll be like, "Greg." Yeah. <laughs> It's so good. Um, that's really funny. I think a lot of her stuff's good. The, um, her delivery is super funny. It's great. She has the great whole time. time. Um, and honestly, Emma Stone plays a character she's never played before or since, maybe maybe before. Yeah. But never played since, and it works with her. She's very funny. Especially at going back and watching it. Yeah. It's fresh. And um, then um, I'm trying to think. Also... Like, a lot of the character actors in the background are really pretty good at what they're doing. There's okay. a lot of very funny moments consistently. I don't like the romantic lead. That's my worst moment. I think he's stupid. Yeah. Uh, the second half works better for me than the first half. I like that them getting beautiful gives them confidence and they can move on. I feel like that's an okay subversive message to send. Because there's something to be said about how your outsides make your insides feel. Okay. And I like I it. I don't disagree. Um, and what doesn't work about this movie for you? Oh, I don't like the 30 pledges have to raise their hands ending. I actually feel like it could have just ended with the pledges there and her deciding to stay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think a lot of the humor, it it is a lot of, I think a lot of her humor is funny. I think there are a lot of jokes in this movie that feel very early 2000s. I love the whole thing. Especially like early 2000s college movies. Like I feel like a lot of the jokes 
I had heard before. I just like all the movie references too. That Forrest yeah. Gump moment where she's running and the back brace falls off is really funny. Yeah, that's funny. And then the Marilyn Monroe moment where she's like over the, grate over the grate and it burns that's her. That's funny. Like physically burns it's her. It's in the trailer. She's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's really <laughs> it's funny. really good. Um, Except she doesn't curse, so you added that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I added it. She says shit or something, doesn't she? No. She definitely doesn't say fuck because it's PG-13. No, she, she like, really doesn't curse. There's not a lot, There's no swearing in this. Well, let me there's think. not much. Not much. I think they say... Bitch. There's, like, sex in the movie. That's why. Um, okay. How did you feel about this movie then? How do you feel about it now? Well, you saw it for the first time. I saw it for the first time, and I loved it, and I think it's going to hang on my wall. I saw it when I was a kid, and if I'm being 100% honest with you, what is this, 2008? I was, like, right at that age where this movie was about a Playboy bunny, and I think that's why I saw it. Oh. So, okay, I, my opinion of it from then is... Different. Pretty girl. Um, and now, eh. Now your opinion is still pretty I don't hate girl. it. I, there are much worse, like, sorority comedies or, like, college comedies. I just, I'm not crazy about it. And I think it's delightful. I love that Hugh Hefner is just, like, a real chill, nice guy at the background. Chill guy. Seems like a weird... A weird thing. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, strange, but, like, I enjoyed the movie. When he died and everybody was like... It's just Rest got such peace, wonky, uncomfortable pacing this movie does, but I'm like into, I just I'm into how the pacing But that goes. was like, that was what I'm saying. Early 2000s comedies was like, it wasn't about pacing. It was just like, throw, jokes. throw some jokes, like, jokes, weird jokes, B-list jokes. actors in front of a camera and have them just joke and joke. A lot of potty humor. Um, we cool? I'm cool. You know who else is cool? Fucking Batman. Okay. Are you going to argue that Batman isn't cool? No, but I'm going to argue that your transitions need to be better. I'm going to argue that you need to be better, Taylor. You know who really needs to be better? Batman. Okay. okay. No, 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 no. Batman. 1989. No. That's right. The original Batman 89 has a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it made it's not the original. 400. It's the original in, in terms of Batman feature length dramas not okay the 60s comedy no even that's not true they had serials in the days of like, I mean, like real movies okay you know what though if you're gonna go into the batman history watch your language i know my stuff i know my stuff too ryan look at my wall there's batman right there yeah there's batman up there just because i don't have batmans on my wall doesn't mean i don't spend most some, of my life researching get, batman you should get batman some batman for your wall Anyway, uh, made $411 million at the box office. Made so much money, in fact, that that's the reason we still have Batman movies today. Um, real quick plot. This is uh, this movie is like a, a watered-down version of Batman's origin from the comics. Bruce Wayne, eccentric billionaire. He dresses up as a bat at night and fights criminals. This movie gives an origin to the Joker, who we never got an origin for in the comics. You do, but you get different ones. You get constantly. different. It's it's implied that he might even not even be the same person every time. But this in this movie, Jack, what's his name? Jack something. He has a he's a gangster, and Batman knocks him into a vat of acid. He becomes a Joker, and he's he's boy golly, he's poisoning all the makeup in Gotham, all the beauty yeah, products. Well, not even just makeup. He poisons yeah, food. A, yeah, he poisons everything. Basically, the people of Gotham and they're living in a terrifying hellscape where at any point you could smile and if you're smiling you could die yeah it was a it's a weird poison that makes you die with a weird smile on your face uh and batman's gotta stop the joker and batman's played by michael keaton and the joker's played by jack nicholson and billy d williams it's like kind of an iconic movie but i don't think it deserves the iconicness that it has i like the score the score okay, is great. This is one of Danny Elfman's best scores. Yeah, I am not going to argue that. It's beautiful. That That's um, great. 
I don't like Tim Burton. The production this is design. My little, the production, the production design. design's great. All Tim Burton's good at is getting teams together to make movies that are like. I don't know. Like I like you Tim don't Burton. like his his vision. I don't like his stories. I think he chooses stories that have no depth to them whatsoever. But what I like and I about think when I rewatch them, I'm always like, "This is pretty," but that's it. Like I like watching all of his movies the first time. Okay, and then after that, I don't like. But them. what I think works about this movie is like the story is pretty true to Batman, and it's just set in a Tim Burton Gotham, and I love Tim Burton's vision of Gotham. Mind you. Tim Burton's version of Gotham becomes Joel Schumacher's version of Gotham. So if you're thinking of like Batman and Robin and Batman Forever and Batman Returns, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this movie because the the Gotham that we see in like all the sequels gets all weird and neon. I like Batman Returns. Is that the Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah. Yeah. No, this one and the next one, the, the actual Tim Burton Batman movies, the first two I like. I like the second one. I don't like the first one. And it is expressly because I just feel like this goes nowhere. Maybe it's just because I've been overexposed to Batman at this point. I think that might have a lot to do with it because this is just your bread and butter Batman story. The second one gives you so much with Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman and you get this. They're setting up Two-Face and you get the Penguin, Danny DeVito's Penguin, which is really interesting. And Christopher Walken's character is awesome. Um that being said, this movie's like your your baseline. This was the beginning of big budget blockbuster superhero movies. No. Superman. Which Superman? Donner. They never came close to making $400 million. Yeah, but it's the beginning of like superhero movies. No, I'm not saying superhero movies. There's always been superhero movies. I'm talking like blockbuster summer You'd see commercials, McDonald's did toys. Like okay. this was the beginning. Of I can that. give you that, but I think I think maybe you're discounting the level that Superman was at, which was bigger. No, than I know it was big. I'm I'm, I'm just mean in the sense that like b- before Marvel movies and and yeah. these big like this was the blockbuster superhero movie. So much so that it offended parents when they went to see the second one and it was so dark. Oh yeah, that's true. Because this was such a massive movie. Although this is a dark movie too. I like It's dark. Like, the second one's much darker. Also Batman doesn't really have a no kill policy in this. So sometimes you're just like, wow. To clarify he just like killed someone. People who are saying Ben Affleck's Batman kills and that's not cool. You're right. He does and it's not cool. Batman is pretty much killed in almost every Batman movie. It's just the comic version of Batman doesn't kill. That's why I like Michael Batman. Keaton drops people off of roofs. Uh, Christian, Christian Bale is throwing ninja stars at people and hitting them with the, the blades on his wrist. Like all the Batmans are killing. I, yeah, you're right. I just wish they didn't. I know. I wish they didn't too. Like the only thing about Affleck's that I think people got so upset about is he straight up shot people with a gun, which is yeah. a little, little more on the nose, but these Batman are way more brutal because the whole thing in the comics is Batman knows exactly how and where to hit somebody to knock them out without killing them. And that doesn't come through as well in the movies. Because they don't show that the people are alive later. They usually don't, no. And Batman comic books always show, like, not always, but sometimes you'll get people who are really afraid of Batman because he, like, knocked them out yeah. senseless and they're in prison now. One of the best, it's not this movie, it's The Dark Knight. Bale's Batman is holding a gangster over a roof and he's like, do you want me to let you go? And he's like, the fall from this high wouldn't kill me. And he goes, I know. And he drops oh, yeah, and yeah. then both of his legs break. Oh yeah. That's the dark night. Like, that's Batman. Um, what works about this movie? What doesn't, um, for you, I think Jack Nicholson is great. 
Good and joke. The production design is really incredible. Honestly, most of the production design is what makes this movie. I think people get blinded by a spectacle in Tim Burton movies. Yeah, I just wish right. he would get a script that was like more meaty. I don't feel like he. What does. do you think is his most meaty script? I'd I'd shoot for Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, yeah. And it's not even that meaty. Well, he's doing Dumbo, mm. and that's already a movie that doesn't have a lot to it. So I wonder how much he's actually adding to it. It's coming out next summer. It looks scary. It does look kind of freaky. I don't like that little clown makeup. I don't like it's masks. Creepy, right? Did you know I'm afraid of masks? And I feel like you've said that. And yeah, yeah we talked about this at Horror Nights. Um, Ooh, how does he? Uh, what does Michael Keaton's Batman do for you? He's okay. He's not the worst. He's not, like, forgettable like Val Kilmer. Yeah, I agree. He's He's better than Clooney. He's better than Kilmer. He's better than Clooney and Kilmer. I think I I like Ben Affleck's Batman, actually, which is... I like Ben Affleck's Batman in Batman v Superman. Mm -hmm. In Justice League, it just looks like Ben Affleck doesn't want to be there. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, well, it just comes through. As opposed to the first one, they like... I wanted to see more of him. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'd say he's pretty middle of the road. I like his Batman. His Bruce Wayne is very uncomfortable for me. Yeah, that's what it is. His Bruce turtlenecks and, and the honestly, glasses. also the date's so weird. They go on a date with yeah, like, and they sit. He sits like. Yeah, I like romantic. that. I like that gimmick. Yeah, it's a cool gimmick, but then like it just doesn't play well, and it's like you should have done something different. He's very like they play really yeah. heavy into how reclusive Bruce Wayne is in this one because like you've got Christian Bale who is like the playboy Batman, and even Kilmer was sort of. Like, young and hip, and he had friends, but you just get the feeling that Keaton never leaves the house. Except to kill Except people. to murder people. To murder groups. people. And also, you're like, yeah, the police should definitely get on this guy who's murdering criminals. Yeah, because probably. some of them are not really, like... They're, like, th- like, they're like street-level thugs, and he drops them off and a he, building. He, like, drops one off a building, and he's like, I'm going to leave you alive so you can tell your friends. Except he doesn't use that voice. I'm, I'm going to leave you alive so you can tell your friends. He just has a deeper voice. I'm going to leave you alive so you can tell your friends. Who are you? I'm gonna leave you alive so I can tell your friends. Ah. Rainbow connection. Yep, there it is. Kermit the Frog. The lovers, the dreamers, Dreamers and me. I love the Muppets. Anyway, we're not doing that. Um, We did. We did. You know what I love? I love his Batmobile. He's got a, he's got he's got one the of coolest the, Batmobile. He's probably got the coolest Batmobile. Coolest Batmobile. He's his bat suits okay. He can't turn his neck, and it was so much of a problem that when uh, Kilmer came on, they had to make adjustments to the suit so that he could turn his head a little bit. Yeah, so, and Clooney for some reason they went back to the no neck turning. Um, decent bat suit. I like the yellow bat logo. They oh yeah, that's had cool. that for a while. I no. like the yellow bat logo. Nicholson's Joker's cool. One of the things that doesn't work for me is so this movie has original music by Prince. Oh my it's word, it's very so bad. out and of it. it. You've got make this sense. beautiful Danny Elfman score, and then there's a scene with an where original song painting. by Prince where the Joker breaks into a museum, and the actual scene is cool with them like painting over the. But it's like a music video, and but it it's makes a no music sense. video, and it's set to this Prince song that just doesn't match the movie. It's up there with the weirdest songs in movies, like yeah. like Mike's. 
did you watch like Mike? Mm-mm. They're playing basketball. You know, basketball is my favorite sport. I like, I like the, way the way they dribble, dribble up and down, down the court. court. That's from like Mike. Okay. Um, it's oh, the wait, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle like rap from TMNT Two: Secret yeah. of the Ooze. It is the the Freddy Get Ready for Freddy by the Fat Boys. Recently, it's the Eminem song Venom in Venom. I didn't see that, that. movie. Feels like it was made in two thousand two. Just out of nowhere, there's this Eminem song, and you're like, what? It's so weird. Uh, but yeah, that's my worst moment, is actually that that Prince music video. We were moving forward in time, and the real Slim Shady stood up and said, no, you stay here. 2002. Uh. Um, anything else? What else is outstanding about Batman 89? It's fine. I just feel like it's not enough of a movie, and I feel like it doesn't live up because we've seen superheroes for so long now. Maybe, maybe like back then. Do you it was think cool. if you had watched this in '89? Oh yeah, I'd you would understand, it. right? Like that final fight in the in the clock tower. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, you don't like that. Fight? I like the line. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What's that mean? I don't know. Just something <laughs> I say sometimes. And he shoots him. That's great. Yeah, Jack Nicholson's Joker is genuinely scary at moments because you feel like he just would shoot you, and he yeah. wouldn't like he's not monologuey like some of the other Jokers, where he just sort of. Although I like the monologuey Jokers sometimes. I think I'm trying to think all the Jokers. Heath Ledger, Ledger, one. Ledger, and I think Nicholson's too. I I hate Jared Leto's Joker. Mark Hamill's. Oh, we're counting if we're counting animated Jokers. Mark Hamill yes. might be actually number one. Mark Hamill's probably. I think I think to be fair, you have to separate live action from animated. I think because there's a whole physicality to it too that you don't know that Mark Hamill could pull off. Yeah, like he true. physically does not fit that role, but Jack Nicholson doesn't really either. But he, you know, he's like stockier. Oh, you're just thinking. Oh, you're thinking comic book stocky wise. I think they could have a version of it where Mark Hamill does it. Yeah, I could see it. Um, Willem Dafoe is my fan cast Joker. Oh, he'd be great. He'd be great. But it's and because of Green Goblin. Yeah, that he, he won't do it. And Joaquin Phoenix, who's playing him in the, the spinoff, is actually a pretty good pick, too. Oh, that movie looks so good. It looks really good. It looks so good. I'm very excited for it. I can't it. wait. We got to watch yeah. Dark Knight when that comes out. I can't wait to watch Dark Knight again. That is such a good movie. But we got to... Can we go to watching... Not three-hour movies until yes. uh, there's yes. a reason. We'll take to. a break. We'll watch some brief, some my more brief movies. Word, I was, I was trying. So I have this thing with Batman '89 where I fall asleep every single time I've watched it so far. Oh no! And I've had to wake up and watch it the rest of it because I also watched this for a film class, a production design class, and well, that's a perfect movie to watch for that. I was like, I hate. Oh, they used matte movie. paintings. That's like a dead art form. I know. Anyway, I, uh, anything else? Any standout moments? He fucking kills the Joker at the end. Well, he doesn't really kill him, but he, he lets him die. Um, what, what else? Anything stand out um, that we didn't mention? No. All right. Uh, how did you feel about this movie then? How do you feel about it now? I thought it was cool. I still, I, I, like, I, I understand its importance. I just am not, I don't go back and rewatch it. I feel exactly the same. Like, I, I used to love this movie. I still love it, but I think I'm sort of clouded by Nostalgia, so I don't know that I'm giving the most fair assessment. I think maybe assessment. Anna Faris should play Batman. <laughs> no, I think she, no, because she does the monster yeah, voice. I think that's perfect. I think I think. Batman. Hey Hollywood, this is my pitch of the week. 
Anna Faris plays Batman. Don't change the character. Don't make Batman a woman. It's just, just Anna, Anna Faris is Bruce Wayne and also Batman. No, you cast someone you else say nothing. as Bruce Wayne, but whenever she puts he puts on the suit, it's then Anna Faris in the suit doing the voice. No, no, no. I want Anna Faris the whole time. I want everyone else to be playing it like the straightforward Batman movie, except Anna Faris, who is in a screwball comedy from 2008. God, why are we going to get another Batman movie? When Anna Faris signs on. When was The Dark Knight Rises? That was like 2012. I'm telling you, when Anna Faris signs on. I'm ready. Affleck's out. Would you, you'd watch that. You'd watch that, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, I would watch it. I'd watch anything with Batman on it. I'd watch anything <laughs> with Anna Faris and Batman yeah. in it. Um, yeah, Affleck's out. So I'm waiting to see who the new... I say John Hamm. John Hamm Batman. Well into that. I'm. I'm so, okay. I'm going to give you my dream list real quick. And they're, All right, let's, they're gonna, okay. Let's Dreamcast. Yeah, Batman. Batman. But but we'll just keep doing Batman because I have several Batman that I want to see right, before I die. Also, number one, yeah, Anna Faris. Clearly. Clearly, obviously. Um, number two, Betty White. Got to get it quick though because I don't know how much longer <laughs> she's, she's on she's this almost earth. Out, yeah. Um, number three, and this is this is a bit out of left field. Jesus, I say let's bring Jesus him back is to Batman. Earth. And let's see, yeah, because then like the no kill rule, because like then if he does, he literally like would not kill. Ooh. Can you imagine? Yeah, it'd be crazy. And instead so of physical Jesus, d- uh, batterings, he just throw little crosses. Yeah, exactly. So I, if maybe that's a different movie. Okay, I'll go back to movie. Separate, separate movie. movie. Separate movie. Passion of the Christ too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. Batman. <laughs> Batman of the Christ. Okay. I, fa- your actual fan cast: Batman, the Joker, and Catwoman. I'm like Loki dead serious about just I enjoy when people play genders that are not their gender. Okay. And I could very well see a Batman played by like a woman being really good. But like who? Tilda Swinton. I think I actually mean it though when I say Anna Ferris Batman is a movie I want to see. Like a comedy. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to see that. Okay, my my real fan Your real fan cast for those three characters. You gotta give me time. You have some. I've got yeah. It's John Hamm as like an older Batman. Um, Willem Dafoe as the Joker. I really liked Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. I feel like I'd bring her back. She was great. Underrated. Really, Catwoman because she only got that one movie. Michelle Pfeiffer's great too, but like so was she was. You know, she was supposed to come back for her own movie. So, fun fact: the last shot of the second Batman Returns. Where the bat signal goes up and Cat, uh, Catwoman's head pops up and looks at it, showing you that she survived. Mm-hmm. That's not Michelle Pfeiffer. That was shot like three weeks before the movie came out because they wanted to make sure the audience knew that Catwoman wasn't actually dead. So it cost like millions of dollars to shoot that scene. And then it never... And then they never brought her back for Catwoman. So Because Tim Burton's Batman 3 was supposed to just be called Batman 3. And it was going to be Batman, Catwoman... Two Face. They were gonna, you know, how Billy D. Williams plays uh-huh. Harvey Dent. He was gonna finally become Two Face, but then Joel Schumacher came in and was producing and writing part of the script, and he hated it. So he was like, "I'm out. If you want to do this, you have to make the movie." I want Gary Busey or Tommy Wiseau as the Joker because they're physically insane. Have you seen Tommy yeah, Wiseau and doing it's the actually dark fantastic? Scene? It's terrifying because it's like he's perfect. Crazy. It's perfect because he doesn't understand what Shit, he's doing. A Gary Busey, Joker a Gary Busey would be Joker great. would be so frightening. I don't know what I would do with myself because he's just like his eyes don't he's settle, yeah. and it's very clear that like his brain's not there, and it's just yeah. like, oh my word, that would be so frightening. All right, right, and well, then my Batman. Oh yeah, your Batman. 
There's so many choices for that character because that's just your straight leading man. Like, yeah, but that's why I don't like have a good one because I'm like I don't care. Like, Army Hammer. Oh, I oh he's pretty. That. He's a pretty man. Tom Cruise for some reason I could see him like anywhere. I want I want like a Nightwing more than anything. So we're gonna get that. Let's get Michael Sarah as Batman. <laughs> oh. and Jonah Hill as the Robin. Jonah Jonah Hill as the Penguin would work. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. All right. Um. Final thoughts on the House Bunny and Batman eighty nine. Goes go, watch the House Bunny. Do yourself a favor. Watch the House Bunny. Yeah, and enjoy it. Oh, you owe it to yourself. You owe to watch it to yourself movie. to watch the House Bunny because it's fun. If you got time and you're just like, I want to go look through history, watch Batman. But yeah. otherwise, maybe like watch The Dark Knight because it's a better movie. Oh, if you have a choice in what Batman movie you're watching tonight, which we did, but you, Taylor chose this one. It's you, fine. If you have a choice, you're watching The Dark Knight. That being said, if you've watched all the Batman movies except for Batman 89, absolutely watch Batman 89. Okay. All right. Uh, if you want to send us an email, moviesyouselike at gmail.com. And five-star rating, even if you don't mean it. And we're done, right? And we're done. Until next week. We love you guys. Bye. I love you the most. Taylor yeah. doesn't love you as much that's, as I love that's you. That's true. We've discussed In that. In the cool of the evening when everything is getting kind of spooky. Spooky.